Welcome to the pre-roll for ELL196. Yep, still a little scratchy in the old voice here, guys, but that's all right, because we watched a hell of a debate. And by hell of, I mean a shit show of epic proportions. But good news, everybody. We've got a new website you need to check out, lionsofliberty.com, brand new, brandly revitalized, and with it comes a brand new t-shirt. We have our taxation is death shirt, which has been a big seller. It's fucking awesome. If you haven't seen it, go check it out, lionsofliberty.store. And we also just added a brand new t-shirt, wax on, attacks off. Yep, everybody's all about the Cobra Kai's. We've got Mr. Miyagi waxing on and taxing off. What's not to love? And of course, by joining the Lions of Liberty Pride, you get 20% off all of your purchases. Might even be 25%. That's how much I know. <laughs> but you can join there at patreon.com forward slash Lions of Liberty. All right, let's get debating. Welcome to Electric Liberty Land here on the Lions of Liberty podcast, your weekly shot of culture, comedy, and liberty with your host, Brian McWilliams. Well, we're still waiting on goddamn Rico, though. I just texted that dumb prick. Well, let it be known to the main feed and the pride that we're waiting on our legal man of mystery, Rico, to get his ass in here. Even though he's the one that's been bitching about how we're waiting to get the uh, the link up on what? Check, hey, so, Check so be, your before, email, idiot. Before Rico gets in, let's talk about before the debate. Like, how funny was it that Trump kept pushing, like, Biden should be drug tested? Or then today it was the, <laughs> we, we need a third party to verify that he doesn't have an earpiece in. And, like, I, <laughs> I thought that was, thought that was a that. Bro- brilliant move on Trump's part, pre-debate. Uh, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did too. Well, well, here's the question. Like, we were talking about this in our, uh, our Mufasa call. And um, the debate, well, I was trying to see, and I didn't get a chance because I, I don't think they really showed Joe Biden. They showed Trump after the debate. I wanted to see if Biden was wearing a diaper because apparently if you're on the, like the anti-dementia drugs, then it makes you incontinent. And I wanted to see if he had a diaper on and <laughs> yeah, you know, if he was showing a little huggies. Uh, I, 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 sh- I shared that with Brian. Like I didn't think it was true, but it just, you know, it's in the realm of possibility. There's a 4chan post, somebody claiming they were a, a former like Biden staffer that he was now on a like a uh, dementia drug and, you know, he had some good days, but some of the side effects of the drug were incontinence. And they're like, that's why he's not taking questions. He's got to get to a bathroom. Mm-hmm. But I wondered about that because again, since Rico's not here still before Rico's the debate stuff, Stop talking about Rico. they were talking about Biden was trying to get like two bathroom breaks scheduled during it, but they didn't get them. I had to take them because I was drinking so much because of the game. Well, the interesting <laughs> thing, like from like the camera angles is they had like this side angle of Trump. And by the way, Trump has gotten fatter, I think. He looks huge in that side I, angle, but they didn't have the same side angle on Biden's side, so you couldn't hey, tell he, if he, had he, put, he put on his COVID nineteen. Okay. <laughs> you can't well, tell, like looking straight on on Trump, you can't tell how fat he is, but you see him from the side. He's he's a wide yeah, guy. I, straight on, he looked. He didn't look that fat in the face to me. I mean, how much? Well, first off, now that Rico's here, everybody, welcome to the first presidential debate of twenty twenty. Uh, but well, between two of the candidates, we all know Joe Jorgensen's out there. I I had floated the concept, and I still think this is a good idea that 
all of the campaign funds for Joe Jorgensen should go to buying a fan that can be strapped to her back and a parachute, similar to the fan man that crashed into the boxing event. When was that? It was like the Holyfield Tyson fight yeah. or something like that. <laughs> if Joe Jorgensen spent all the campaign funds on the fan, crashed into the debate through the ceiling, skyrocketing approval ratings, then she would have a chance in this. Debate. Does she have enough campaign funds for a parachute? I don't That's know. That's really the question. We can we can we can send her some of our pride fees. But anyway, so welcome to our debate recap. I am here hosting. Of course, this is taking place on Electric Liberty Land. So I, Brian McWilliams, and of course here we did our drinking game. I posted those rules on our brand new Lions of Liberty website, which you should all check out, lionsofliberty.com. And we also debuted a new T-shirt today, which you should check mm-hmm. out. Of course, you get discounts by joining the Pride at patreon.com forward slash Lions of Liberty. And you get a free T-shirt, depending on what level you join at. But it is the Wax On, Tax Off, Mr. Miyagi-themed T-shirt. Uh, and, you, you still haven't uh, made my Democracy is Gang Rape shirt? You know, See, Howie, I've, I've been fighting that battle for that. you, but Mark and Brian are pushing back against that. They See, think, I, I think they the think problem is gang rape on a T-shirt is a bad idea. We I, don't I know, don't know what, yeah. the, what the visual would be. Would it, maybe it could be like some congressman <laughs> about ready to like, like, you know that thing, like how a bill's made you have that cartoon bill like looking all scared and these congressmen it's like the cartoon up. bill it's just a bunch of the cartoon bills standing around a person or no 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 just one, one one cartoon bill he's scared and the congressmen are like pulling their pants down <laughs> <laughs> that you know actually i would buy that shirt <laughs> rico what is uh what does your son want for christmas because that's what he's getting uh, <laughs> that actually came up he's like i need a cool liberty shirt something involving gang rape well, <laughs> as soon as I hear something, I gives in the in the stocking, as I said. Kismet. All right. Well, I'm here, Brian Williams. We are drinking. We played the drinking game. I'm drinking a. Uh, I had a Modern Times and whiskey. Now I'm drinking a Sam Adams Oktoberfest for Tis the Season, as well as a bourbon rye. Because this is a drunk debate recap. I'm joined by my brother in Lions of Liberty, dumb Felony Friday's own John Odermatt. John, what are you drinking? I got a little selection here. I got a Penn Brewery Oktoberfest. I have a uh, Sam Oktoberfest like you. And also, when it gets into the craziness at the end here, I got a Truly to crack open. So I'm going to rotate <laughs> uh, through everything. That's it. Are you going to brush your teeth with it at the end of the night? I might. I might. Might gar- gargle, swish around <laughs> my mouth. Delicious. And then I got Howie Snowden, who you've heard, the godfather of the Lions of Liberty. Howie, you said you were drinking. Did you obey all the drinking game rules? If anybody obeyed all the drinking game rules, they'd be dead. But that's I, true. I, I did my fair share. I started with a couple 19 ounce uh, Dogfish Head Sequence Ale. Then I went through some uh, Hofbrau Original. Now I'm drinking some Flensburger Dunkel. I, I, I always forget Ooh, it's I called Flensburger. So my wife likes these two. I always call it like the funny top beer because it's got like. Oh, uh, I love those. Those like are so good though because you can. Uh... You can reseal them. If you get too drunk to finish it, you just pop that lid back on. It's fucking great. Like I was Pearl wondering. She didn't. I've, I've never not finished one, but she didn't finish one. The, <laughs> she didn't finish one the other night. And she's got like a half of one in the <laughs> fridge with the lid back on. I'm like, does that really work? Yeah, totally. Hmm. Howie has never I, not I, finished I might have to drink that one life. later then. <laughs> yeah. Just to um, check it out. And then, of course, For the science. last voice you heard was our legal counsel, the one and the only Rico, looking sad and angry as always. Well, Hi, since, the pre- 
depressing, depressing day in Cleveland here. I don't know what was more depressing, watching the Indians futilely lose another one in the playoffs or watch, uh, I guess that was a debate. It was pretty awful. I actually didn't watch the last 20 minutes. I couldn't take it anymore. It, really? the debate I, was, I was it was laughing. in your hometown. It was in Cleveland. I, I know. I, was, I did not get my mail-in uh, tickets. So, by the way, what fucking college were they at? It was like the something Case, something college of something like it was Case, like Case Western. It's a very good school. That was yeah, Case Western be, Reserve. Like, what's the yeah, reserve? reserve? What is that? Yeah, was that the it's backup well, for the Tards? That didn't. I think if you want to get into uh, Ohio history, <laughs> there were. <laughs> well, dude, <that's, laughs> it's a historically black university. Hour, it's not that. I believe it is based upon like some type of land grant, and they were called reserves. If I'm right, or if I'm just making that up, but I believe large sections of Ohio were deeded by the U.S to the state under certain you know conditions um and probably case western was built on one of those reserve properties that's my guess there you go but i could just be making that up too the more you know but it's a good school i actually celebrated chinese new year there this year that was fun what did you do i feel like we're getting a little off topic but i'm dying to know how this was celebrated uh, were they? Playing. Did you just bring your Chinese girlfriend there? And they were like, "Look, we got us an Asian," and that was basically. Yeah, there was like, did Nancy did. Pelosi like promote this? Like, go on out to Chinese New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, bring your elderly neighbors and go to Chinese New Year at Case Wesleyan. Yeah, I, actually, it was like forty Chinese students. I think that's all they had. And they set off balloons, and we got there at the end. I'm like, oh, this sucks. Are it. they the balloons? Or are they the paper lanterns that laid on fire? Well, good. And we've Should lost Rico. Both. Okay. <laughs> and we've lost Odie, who's also excellent. Great, great way to start. All right. Enrico, what are you drinking? I'm here. I'm here. I don't know what happened oh. there. Well, you just said you lost me, so now I'm talking again. Okay, yeah. now you're talking again. Well, your your feed is shitty as fuck. It's like uh very... well, I'm, I'm after your, your audio doesn't sound very good, Brian. I don't know if this is StreamYard's fault. I'm gonna blame StreamYard. I've got a uh, highly, highly efficient internet and a good connection. Odie sounds good though, so that makes me think it's not StreamYard. I, well, I think I think there's two issues going on. Not to get off topic, but I I think there was a connection issue. And now he's frozen. So maybe. <laughs> oh no! Here's what happened. Now it's it is apologies, guys. It it oh, was. Oh, you sound good now. No, I'm. Looking. Yeah, now okay. I set my mic in, and with StreamYard, you get the technology to stream live to the Pride. Much, much better now. It had reset when I came in, and I just had to reset. But it was that. So there we go. Now I sound much, much better. I'm glad I said something. I am too. Otherwise, it would have just been this horrible situation where I would have used my Apple iPod uh, audio the entire time. Okay, so let's get into this debate. Number one, who had more hair thickener in? Trump or Biden? I, I don't know. Biden had something going on with his face, I thought. He looked... Uh, did Rico just remove himself from the stream? There we go. Much better, Rico. I think um, Rico Wi-Fi to Wired. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. 
I yeah, so so, so Biden had something. He looked different. I don't know if he got like his his skin pulled back and it was like tucked <laughs> back behind his neck or something. But he looked a little younger. I thought looked a little more energetic. Had his his meds his at least the beginning had his meds right. Um, Biden went Trump, to Planned Parenthood and just started stapling old baby faces to his face. They're just like just uh, even it out with a little bit of, of maybe a little bit of powder. See, I thought he looked old as hell when he came yeah. out. He looks like a vampire that hasn't drank blood in like two months. And even like when he came out, he was looking so old and tired. I was like, man, he must have really took Trump's like drug test threat seriously. He definitely had didn't do any coke beforehand. I I don't I doubt he was on Adderall or any, any kind of his, his eyes are are they his eyes always that wide when he's talking though? Because they're that's like pulled back like maybe that's friend. what it was. Maybe it was the eyes that got me. Something was off. Something was different. He drew you. That's how he. That's how he gets all his victims. He's like a vampire. He looks you directly in the eyes, and then you're in the Biden hypnozone. Which, by the way, did you notice his tie? That that uh, striped pattern kept kind of catching me, like a hypnotist wheel, because it kept going behind the microphone, and it kind of had this slanted pattern. I found myself kind of locked into Joe Biden's tie the entire time. Well, they both had like weird. T- Trump had that weird striped red, red and black tie. Yeah. Odd for a uh, for a debate to have not solid ties. I don't know. That's uh, probably the most boring thing there. we could talk about. But yeah, probably. Well, let me say that I actually thought that Joe Biden had a better performance than I was expecting. Like I was expecting a real Joe Biden fucking total meltdown, and he actually made it through pretty decently. I mean, he definitely stammered and got lost a couple times. Like when he started to talk about God, what what, what issue was it? was it climate early on something he started hip like kind of like flipping from one topic to another one to another one to another one mid-sentence but other than that i felt like he was fairly coherent i think what? it was the first question on supreme yeah. court he, he kept talking about back abortion yeah. i was like yeah like, that's what it was, yeah, he, it was the supreme court yeah, like well um, i mean that's court. all they care about it for the supreme court apparently though it, but it was about whether he asked about court packing or no, that was later. They asked about oh, the court Supreme packing. Court. He totally avoided that fucking yeah. question. That was ridiculous. But, but then he started talking about whether private health and plans should cover abortion. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about right now? <laughs> exactly. I oh, mean, then, I, about- I, know, I can follow it though. It's like, they're asking about the court. The court has to do with Amy Coney Barrett. All we care about is abortion. Well, this also has to do with abortion. Let me mention this. <laughs> well, how about the how about Joe Biden's rationale that somehow because people were already sending in mail in ballots that the election had started and Trump wasn't allowed to make a Supreme Court pick? What is the possible logic behind that line of reasoning? It's ridiculous. So nobody would fall for that. No, and it's just I just thought it was too funny, too. It's like it almost plays into Trump's hands because it's like, oh, OK, so this whole mail in ballot thing is not only because the Democrats think that it's easily, you know, fucked with that ballot harvesting is the thing and all that, but also because they think that they can use it to stop the Supreme Court pick from going through. Just like an absolutely absurd line of reasoning. But Brian, I, I do agree with you. Like I expected, but like every time I've seen Biden recently on TV or anything, and he opens his mouth. It's like the biggest gaffes in the world. He did really good for Joe Biden. Well, he, I told you guys, like, I think everyone was expecting some dementia moment. I'm like, he's not going to have it. Yeah. You know, if he's properly, you know, prepped and <laughs> he, he could have, 
<laughs> if, they put, if they put the midget inside of his body early and let, tell him how to work the strings. <laughs> like Rico, there's there's three more debates. One of those moments will happen in the next three debates, I guarantee. There's you. three more. I wouldn't be surprised if this two is more. There's, there's two more. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was going to say the same thing, Rico. I wouldn't be surprised if Biden says, I'm not going to participate in that. It makes the, it's uh, below the presidency. Yeah. And I'm not, I, I mean, that's going to happen tomorrow. I would expect yeah. that to come out. There's no more debate. Like, and, and Trump didn't, I don't think, helped his cause at all. Maybe people like that, but it's just like, dude, give Biden the rope to hang himself. Like, why are you yeah. interrupting? Yeah. By interrupting him, he's you're giving him kind of like cues on what to do. Um, yeah. But if you well, just make Biden talk for two straight minutes uninterrupted, he's going to like stammer and and oh, like exactly. he said, like 200 million people died of COVID. I mean, 200,000. It's like, well, just, it's like with the Hunter Biden questions, right? Like Trump brought up Hunter Biden and he was really nailing Joe on it. And I did like, I thought it was pretty hilarious, even though I'm for the legalization of all drugs. I still thought it was pretty funny that Trump was like, Hunter got kicked out for using cocaine for the military. And not the best Trump impression there. <laughs> well, is that the first time? Is that the first time Joe Biden's ever had to address that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't I've think any media would ever bring it up to him it before. Like, yeah, no, I think it's the first time ever. But to Rico's point, though, they're talking about Hunter and China and Barisma and all this shit, and Trump keeps talking over him. It's like let Joe Biden talk because you know that he has no good answer for this shit. So let him. To Rico's point, hang himself and then attack. Like, why? Yeah. If you talk over him, this, you can't fucking understand anything. This was not the chaos I expected. I thought it would be like somebody would say something and then somebody would like have a sick burn, like and attack them. But this was just like the biggest shit show I've ever seen. This was yeah. not what I expected. This was unbelievably yeah. like the most chaotic ridiculous, awful debate I've ever seen in my life. You know, you know what I think Trump's strategy was? I think he was trying to wear Biden out early. Or maybe he had no strategy. I don't, I don't think know. he has Trump a strategy. Like, yeah. I don't think he prepares. <laughs> well, he, he prepared for one thing, is when when Joe called him stupid, he was like, ah, it's my time to strike. And that was he, when he got really, he, he, he started going like after Chris, him. Chris Christie and Giuliani <laughs> like prepped him. Oh, God. Giuliani is like, let me tell you about that time I got that son of a bitch Ron Paul on stage. All you got to do. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, Rico, you had something to say? Well, Trump had a couple good one-liners, I thought. He even made Chris Wallace crack up one time. Um, yeah, he did. Was that over? It was um, – He's like you're talking about the rallies and Joe Biden's yeah. like, well, I wouldn't have a rally. He's like, no, because no one would show up. An audible laugh. That was hilarious. <laughs> My wife was cackling from the kitchen on a few of Trump's lines. There were there were like a couple of lines later on, too. I was laughing at just like Trump, it just some of the dumb things he said, just the offhand remarks are really fucking well. Funny. There was one about the the shutdowns and, and Biden was talking. He's like, let me shut you down for a minute. Trump said <laughs> yeah. that was pretty good. I'm trying to think what my wife was laughing about. I think it might've been like Trump was saying something, I think, and Biden was like, well, you're the worst president we've ever had in the history of the United States. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> such a like kindergarten response. Well, I thought Trump was very clever in uh, like, they went after him for the, obviously you knew the taxes thing was going to come up. And I thought Trump was like, like Joe, uh, if I'm able to do all these things, if I'm able to take advantage of these loopholes and you know use all these credits, he's like, you know who gave me that ability? You did it. The Obama administration did. You're the one that put these into place. I thought that was a very clever way of flipping that tax issue around. Yeah. Do you think I, anyone really cares that is like no. 
And no, uh, on, uh, well, one, is there ever, is there actually, any, yes, un- actually, yes, actually, yes. Is there any undecided voters? So let me tell one. you, R- Rico, I thought people that don't give a shit about that kind of stuff like us wouldn't care, which we don't. People that already hate Trump, like my mom would care, which she did. She was outraged, <laughs> but <laughs> I was surprised by my young coworker who doesn't really like Trump or Biden at when we're getting breakfast this morning. He's like, I don't know. It came up. He's like, Oh, that really fucking heated me like the fact that he didn't pay any taxes or whatever and i try to explain to him like listen dude I, I i know but you're getting it wrong the problem is that we pay so much it's not that yeah, he paid exactly. so little and i think he kind of got it after that but there were there are people who aren't like democrats republicans that hear that and are like what he's a billionaire only paid some people do are affected by it well i don't think even don't like the, we, we were talking about this on our uh mufasa call earlier tonight but it's not even that he didn't pay the taxes it's that he had he overpaid in previous years there were yeah. tax credits or i mean it's not like he that's all he paid was 750 dollars. i mean the tax code is freaking complicated as hell it's it's like the lines of liberty guys we pay what do we pay last year odie 200 in taxes it's because <laughs> we took four million dollars in losses last year exactly. and you roll that forward <laughs> dude odie even that year that one 750 rico's stripper emporium and dog food shop that i don't one know why we thought those things work together strippers selling dog food sounds like a great concept but then covid hits you and bam you're fucked listen that one 750 year like he paid taxes in advance he paid like five million dollars and then it turned out to be 750. So he's like, we'll just put that towards the next. So it's not like he got that money back. He's just like, we'll roll it over. Ross Albrecht is serving two consecutive life sentences plus 40 years for creating a means for individuals to anonymously make online exchanges using Bitcoin. His actions did not create victims. For nothing more than creating a marketplace, the government locked him up and threw away the keys. Let's get Ross pardoned and get victimless crimes off of the books. Hashtag free Ross. Free Ross. So an interesting time. If you guys are new and you haven't heard this little mid-roll ad for our buddy Tyler Colford, a.k.a. Crypto Man, it comes at a perfect time, mainly because... We just had a big debate. We're talking about on the show. The drug roar was mentioned zero times. You know, they talked about race. They talked about uh, relationships. They talked about rioting. They talked about Breonna Taylor and policing. They talked about over-policing and what to do. Nobody's bringing up the drug war. And, of course, Ross Elbricht is in jail for life. Three life sentences for allowing people to interact voluntarily on a website to basically buy and sell drugs voluntarily, non-violently, and they put this man away in jail. Meanwhile, the drug war has not only affected him disproportionately, and all the proceeds of this track, by the way, are going towards freeing Ross Ulbricht, which is why hashtag free Ross is what you need to remember and listen to. But it's just unbelievable. We'll listen to debate where nobody's discussing it. He did pay five million fucking dollars. Right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And there's... Also, the fact that like there are years where he's paid millions, and then there were years he had just such huge losses. The casino industry yeah. that, of, of course, you use the write-offs. Well, like, and also, it's not it's not just casino losses too. Though, like people don't understand. Well, again, this is just the average American doesn't understand how big businesses operate, especially with real estate. Is that you can write down losses on 
loans on property that you've taken a loss on and the value of on construction costs and loans taken out for that shit and put that towards your tax bill like to even out. Like the ideal thing is to use all of those expenses to even out your gains so that you don't pay taxes. And like the average American should understand this because we're all doing the same thing. But if you're just declaring, you know, the standard deductible, you don't get it because you're not itemizing. Americans that itemize probably get it. But those and, who don't, it's are not something that's very disingenuous, especially if the New York Times actually has all of his tax records. It, it, from what his lawyer said, the gist that I get, I think that he paid like hardly anything in income tax, but also paid millions of dollars in other different federal taxes, which it's like. Okay, yeah. well, he minimizes income tax, but he still gave the federal government millions of dollars. Oh, of course. I don't know. Well, payroll taxes alone are fucking, you know, the amount of... Well, anyway, let, let's move on from this. Um, I did want to point out, I think one of the funniest unintentional lines of the entire debate had to be hands down when Joe Biden was like telling Trump to get out of his bunker. And somehow Trump did not pounce yes. on the line. That's insane. It just, it just sat there. Joe yeah. Biden's like, he's like, why don't you get out of your uh, bunker? And then I think Biden realized, oh, yeah, people are saying I've been hiding in the basement in a bunker. And then he's like, in your sand bunker. And Trump interrupts him the entire time and doesn't go, Joe, you've been living in a bunker. You know, like, what the fuck, Trump? What are you doing? I mean, I think Trump came off better than Biden, but I think Trump did a very terrible job for what he could have done. I, there were so many moments where like, why didn't you say this? Why didn't you do this? It was yeah. yeah. The, the worst, the worst moment for me for Trump that because honestly, it's uh this the fine people hoax. It tears at the fabric of this yes, country. Yeah. Yes, and I was hoping yeah. to bring it to bed forever. But yes, and he had a golden opportunity to put it to bed, and yep. uh, he got distracted. You know, Biden's talking about the you know you said there are fine people on both sides, and they're carrying torches, and their mouths are spewing hate, and. You heard Trump say like real quietly, the one time he doesn't like interrupt loudly, he's like, read the whole transcript. That's all he yeah. said. That's well, all that, all he he said. was actually pretty good, I think, with that two minute rule. Trump was not interrupting too much during that portion. And I thought, really? I think None, he was. Yeah, and then in the, the two minutes, pretty good. He did a little bit. He would make like quips, but he wouldn't like do his monologue stuff. Um, but you know, in the open forum after each party got two minutes, that's when he went shut up. And I actually thought yeah. Trump, his statements in the two minute parts were, were pretty good too. Yeah. It's, but when he was doing that back and forth and talking over Wallace, just like, dude, stop it. Um, I think, you know, I, I, yeah. I don't think Wallace also sucks. He's terrible. Cause I was, just, yeah, was cause I was just drinking and watching. I probably didn't realize when were those two minute parts that were more sac sacrosanct than, not yeah but i i do have uh odie as a scott adams fan i have a question for you sure so like this seemed like the biggest fucking shit show in the world like trump wouldn't let anybody he kept interrupting and he wouldn't let anybody talk or do anything he's jumping over like is there some strategy behind this that dominance technique to it that, that, that i don't understand do you think is there possibly something i'm missing where this was like a good power move I, I don't know. I, I'm interested I, I to listen to what Scott Adams says tomorrow. Like my initial opinion on it is, I I, I mean maybe I, I can't see him winning anyone over who's sitting on the fence doing that. I mean I'm trying to think about it. Like was Trump trying to prevent like some kind of actual back and forth? 
No, I, don't know. I think what here's my theory. I think Trump was intentionally strategically trying to interrupt him, even though it came across. I was getting very pissed off about it, too. I, it was aggravating as fuck. But I think he was trying to do it in order to displace what probably he thought of as Biden having down written statements to try to expose a cognitive decline. That's what I think the strategy was there was he was trying to interrupt, interrupt, interrupt. So Biden lost his train of thought and it would have a Biden moment where he just was like, uh, 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 seed my time, you know, type of thing. I didn't know. I didn't catch him the one time. Just one thing real quick <laughs> on that point, Brian, he caught him the mm. one time Biden's listing down at number one and number two and number <laughs> and, and Trump interrupts. You, you were actually on two, Joe. <laughs> well, I, you thought my, I, oh, I, I thought, thought you said thought you said, are number two. Yeah, he said you are number two. Oh, he did. <laughs> he said yeah. he's like, no, you're like number your shit. two. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe he meant like you're that. VP, not the president. Because oh, I, I thought I, he meant like you're I, number I two. Thought, I was I trying to wonder because I know it's Trump's not an idiot. I'm like, is there some reason for this? Because it seems crazy. And I was thinking maybe like he doesn't want Walls to get a gotcha question on them, but he's exerting like I'm the president of the United States. I will say and do what I want. I'm not going to listen to you, Chris Wallace. So you Joe yeah. Biden, I'll just keep fucking maybe, talking. I don't. I don't kind of know. Like an, kind of like an alpha male move. I don't know. But. Well, Wallace well, definitely came across as the weakest person on the stage. I think. Well, yeah, he was the weakest one too in his situation. And who's Wallace? Or is yeah, it? I don't know why they don't mute mics. Mute. That's mics. what I've always wondered too. Oh yeah, yeah. I, they, I, they fucking mute that. mics. It's obnoxious. I, I mean, honestly, I don't have control over muting mics right here, but when I do, I mute Howie constantly. It's the best I way to do it. Joe Scarborough is crying about like, hi, why is Chris Wallace not like controlling this? And somebody's like, what's he supposed to do? Bring out a cattle prod? <laughs> and like, <laughs> but you're right. Just mute the goddamn mic. Yeah, mute the mic. There's got just a button. Boop, you're muted. <laughs> It'd be great to see, actually. <laughs> Can you imagine fucking how mad Trump would get if you muted him? I would, just for that, I want to see Trump lose his goddamn mind. <laughs> and just throw the podium to the side and dive off stage to choke Chris Walls. Uh, but also, uh, so optically. By the way, Pride, if um, Brian ever mutes me, uh, there will be no more news links. <laughs> we have somebody saying Facebook user. We can't see the name because I think they're in the, on our public page. He's showing yeah. he has power. Well, people are afraid about the ability of government to provide clear action. Yeah. That's like, see, that's see like, here's, uh, the, here's the thing. Something clever like that. I don't think the voter is smart enough to like get it. No, okay, I agree. This well, is my question about Trump and the debate. Like, I think from what I remember four years ago, I didn't think he did that great, but obviously he won the election. So are other people seeing things, you know, in his debate performances? Was he this way four years ago? And it seemed like he's so, right. All right. So, so four years ago, it was different. Like, for example, like Rand Paul gave a good answer and he let him speak and say his answer. And he's like, You've got a dumb haircut. Where are you in the polls? Like yeah. zero. But that's why I expect that. I expect him to let Joe talk and then yeah, decimate exactly, him. It was he the, was better. He's a better counterpuncher, and he's not allow. He's not allowing himself to counterpunch again. I think this is strategic to to try to trip Joe up. But at the same time, optically, <laughs> the fuck was that? Optically, Actually, hold oh, on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Mute Howie. Somebody, uh, Odie, can you mute Howie? Uh, optically, I think that it looked bad for Trump to keep doing it. But at the same time, did you notice that Joe Biden, I tweeted about this shit. Remember, Hillary came across as so fucking obnoxious. Yeah, mute that prick. Hillary came across as so obnoxious because she kept doing this condescending smile all the time to Trump. Like, I'm better than you. And Biden was doing the same thing. 
And I couldn't help but think of like this fucker. They, they're you, literally using the exact same methods as Trump, except and like kind of like fighting back and forth with him. So he's not the adult in the room, right? That's the whole pitch that Hillary had that Biden's going for. I'm the adult in the room. He's getting tit for tat. And then he's doing this condescending smile, which the average American, whether or not you love Trump or hate him, you see Joe Biden condescendingly smiling and shaking his head and it fucking pisses you off. And the Democrats need to nip that in the bud if they don't want people to turn on Biden real quick. I, I think I just figured it out, actually. He's used to arguing with the press, the reporters. Like That's that. exactly he, what he, it oh, is. Yeah. Shuts them yeah. down. I think maybe he just didn't realize, you know, this is a different setting, debate, debate moderated. He, this is the way he deals with the press. I think well, he even just said that be, at one point to Wallace. He was like, he's like, That's fake news. I don't know why I expected something different from you, Chris Wallace. You know, like <laughs> Yeah, or, or, that oh, yeah. Or he, he was also like, oh, I guess I'm debating you now. I, I Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a part of the debate that I just remembered now where they were talking about basically climate change and Biden's plan. And Trump was mm -hmm. hammering him on the Green New Deal, the Green New Deal. And then Biden's like, that's not my plan. That's not my plan. But then like five minutes later, correct me if I'm wrong here, Biden said the Green New Deal will create millions of jobs. I think he calls it his Green New Deal. Oh, like okay. he, he was he was so uncreative that they literally call it the same title, but it's like the Biden Green New Deal. And is that, if, if, if that's promises, true, that is the, that's the worst marketing ever. Like, why? Let me try to Google. I'm I'm pretty sure that is what he called it. Let me see because it's something about like, Biden Green but, New Rico, Deal. Rico, I thought I thought what you're getting at was like Biden's like the Green New Deal will pay for itself, and so Chris Wallace is like, oh, so you support the Green that's New exactly Deal? That's exactly what and I'm he's saying. Like, he's like, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Is Trump <laughs> said is accusing him of supporting the Green New Deal. And then he's like, I don't support the Green New Deal. And then exactly what what Howie said, he's like, the Green New Deal will pay for itself. And I'm like, wait a minute, you just said you don't support the Green New Deal. Yeah, okay. No, it's officially called. It's officially called the Biden Plan for a Clean Energy Revolution and Environmental Justice. You know, something that rolls off the tongue. And Trump did <laughs> have a good point on that. He's like, well, my 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 plan won't cost a hundred trillion. He's like, you're talking about rebuilding every building in America. <laughs> Well, I mean, the the government always – all these Democrats always promise the same thing. They're like, we're going to create jobs every time. Government jobs cost like $400,000. Like the Obama big stimulus package thing that happened, it was something like $400,000 per every job created. Same shit. There's no way that, that it ever works out economically. But then also, you know, just going back a bit in the debate, did you see how Biden tried to turn it on Trump as though Trump was the one that shut down the economy willingly? And like, I don't understand how the Democrats see that they, they're trying to have it both ways. They're trying to say that Trump should have done way more, which equals shutting everything down and also blaming him for shutting things down as if it wasn't the most democratic states and cities that had the most draconian shutdowns. And do they really think Americans don't remember all of the shit that went back and forth during this? I mean, it was literally in the news every single day. Well, the one thing that I thought Trump did very well is when they were going back and forth talking about masks and, you know, Trump's, you know, Biden's trying mm -hmm. to say that Trump won't wear a mask. And Trump's like, well, I'll wear a mask if, if I need to, if I'm around people. But, Joe, you're wearing a mask if you're, you know, 500 yards away. You're <laughs> wearing a big old mask for no reason. <laughs> And uh, uh, I, I, I hate to fucking do this, but the fact is that even the CDC put out all the 
what are they called? Randomized controlled trials in the past, like over a decade for mm-hmm. influenza, like d- viruses, there's no efficacy for them stopping the spread. Mask or no mask, you're going to have just as many people getting infected. Yeah, and that's what I was getting to. Trump called out out Fauci. He said even Fauci went back and forth on masks. And Biden's like, no, he didn't. No, he... Look at it. He did. He went back at the beginning of the pandemic. They were saying the CDC, they were saying you shouldn't wear masks for the healthcare workers. It's not going to help regular people. No need to wear a mask. And And they flipped it. That that sounds crazy, but there's a reason to that. Because the thing is, the mask, you can see functionally the way it works. It is going to prevent some of the virus from getting to you, but you're still going to get infected. Maybe you'll get less of a viral load. It's This is just my opinion. I don't think it's going to matter to the average person, but a healthcare worker who's encountering it day after day after day, cutting that down is important. And that, yeah, for that, exactly for healthcare workers. Yeah. For your average average everyday American. And and again, those healthcare workers will still probably get sick, but maybe they won't get as sick if they have a mask on. But then it's it's like anything the intended consequences, too. Like Trump did a good job. He talked about unintended consequences, you know, the suicide rate he brought up. He could have done a lot better on that point. Um, but you know, it's also unintended consequences of starting a fucking panic by shutting everything down and trying to make this out. You know, they were trying to hit him on the whole, you, you played it down thing, but you know, if, if I'm Trump, I would have been talking about how you caused, you know, almost rioting in grocery stores. I mean, people were literally beating the the shit out of each other over toilet paper. You couldn't get the mask that you needed for the healthcare workers because people are buying them up like crazy thinking that they have to have them or they're going to fucking die. Did you hear the part though where Trump said he shut the economy down? Trump said, "Oh, the, oh, I thought I heard the part that he yeah, said he shut down like, I, China." He's, he said we shut it down because we we didn't know what this virus was and we had. Well, to they do did. It. They shut it down for what fifteen but he, days? He, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't. That was was that he a left federal, it to state by state? Was that a no, federal mandate? State by state. It, it wasn't. No, he, but I think it was. If like he did, I missed it. Kind of pressuring or saying, yeah, the, you know, states should. Take it like a two week kind of okay. You know, because to me, it's thing. like these the governors are the ones that shut things down. Trump didn't by well, like presidential I, power yeah. shut anything. Has that stopped anyone? The governors can't do it either. They did it. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I'm just like, saying he he shouldn't have said he shut it down because he didn't. He well, he's can't. he's trying to have it both ways too. He's trying to yeah, say yeah, he yeah. he did so much to stop the virus. When I, I think I hate how he's trying to. Uh, kind of split the the middle de- on the virus. You just be like, look, you know what? The Democrats, it's it's, it's a virus. Why can't you stop blaming China for it? that? It's, that's yeah, I know. Too. Oh, the China just plague. Say, he up he up the game. Just wow. Just hear that. It is just, China. It is well, China's fault. It, but it, no matter what, whether it's created or it's natural, whatever, it's it's still ultimately a virus. Viruses yeah. spread, and I I wish that would be his message. Like, look, this is a thing that occurs on earth. And this is something that we all had to deal with. And this is my proposed method to deal with the virus. And it's not shut down life, which will have all these other consequences. But instead, he just keeps blaming China. And I think he's just muddying the message. And it, but I well, wish he should have defending like he didn't do enough. I wish he just said what Dr. Atlas said. And it was like, listen, yeah. young people aren't affected by this, blah, blah. He did say that. I think he could have gone forward more again, bringing up Sweden and bringing up Peru. Right. Those two examples. Sweden yeah. did virtually zero lockdowns. They limited some bigger gatherings. They told all the elderly people you should stay at home, but they left their economy open. They left bars open, they left restaurants open. They were fine. They are fine. People you know, compared to even the UK, they still have a lower death rate. They're doing fine. And now they have basic herd immunity. 
So now you go to Peru, the most draconian lockdowns. They locked down their entire economy. They arrested you if you went into the streets. The virus spread like a motherfucker. Despite all that, they have some of the highest death rates. So clearly, none of this shit fucking matters. And, and that's what virus, Trump is talking about is that we didn't need to do any of this. Yeah, the vir- virus is going to virus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hashtag so, virus is going to virus. But no, exactly. Yeah. Well, he's yeah, he's trying to get it both ways, and it's it's. I don't think his messaging is clear or effective on that. No, it does, but the well, one nothing, thing he did nothing do, in this fucking thing was clear yeah, or effective true, on, on any one level. Thing did, one thing he did do well, Biden's, you know. Uh, you know, going off numbers, saying how the United States has performed the worst compared to other countries, most of which are not really true if you look, you know, per millions. Yeah. But Trump comes right back and goes, well, do you believe China's count? Do you believe Russia's count? Do you believe India's mm. count? And Biden's like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Got me there. Um, <laughs> yeah. What did you guys think about uh, the, the whole thing about critical race theory, that question, do you think Trump came across well on his response to that? Uh, I thought it was muddled too. I think he had the right kind of thought on why he shut down that, that whole nonsense, but he just, he just goes off into ineffectual tangents, you know, mm-hmm. and then he just says, people, everyone, people say this, people say that. And it's just like, okay, well just talk about something specific that you feel is, is wrong under this program. And I think people would identify more with what he did instead of you let yeah. Biden try to take the high ground. Say, oh, that, that never happens. Well, I Which thought it was funny. Like, I, I mean, I thought Trump's did, I thought Trump actually did a good job of, in positioning his opposition to critical race theory by saying it's teaching people to hate this country. I thought that was really good positioning. Uh, and also saying that it's racist, which I feel it is racist. It's basically, I mean, if you're preaching that the white man's the devil nonstop, it effectively is racist. But I thought his position on those two was pretty good. And then I also thought that, um, let's see. Oh, wait, I lost a train of thought. He was, mm-hmm. yep, I lost my train of thought. I got to look at my goddamn Take a break notes. to hear from a commenter. It says, McWilliams needs some emergency. <laughs> I know. I look like shit. I, well, I've been sick for a fucking week, man. I know. I oh, look like I, I wonder goddamn dog, dog shit on a stick that someone's propped up and put a t-shirt on. Hey, Brian and listeners, yep. if you think you have COVID or even if you don't and you don't want to get it, I suggest starting to take vitamin D, zinc, and quercetin. Oh, I take them all. I've been taking them all for months, man. Now, this oh, is really? COVID. This is like, my daughter brought. Yeah, I do. I take all vitamin three, D every three. day, zinc every day. Uh, yeah, I'm taking all of them, man. If you if, don't take no, the, this is, if, if you don't take the well, quercetin, that's why you're not the, dead. The that's why you're surviving. The zinc won't get in your cells if you don't take the quercetin. clinging to life. Well, whatever. Look, it's a it's a it's a fucking cold. My daughter brought home from daycare. Don't worry I'm about. Don't worry about good old Brian. Brian never dies. Like a goonie. I'm like a goonie. Goonies never die. Okay, I figured out what the last thing was. So Trump said Trump. (laughs) So I thought Trump did a good job positioning, but then Biden's response to it was fucking retarded. Like Trump finishes talking about how it's racist, how it's teaching Americans to hate this country. And Biden went off on some ridiculous tangent, ending up with like talking about uh, little girls are going to be inspired with their lives. It was like the most unicorn rainbow progressive horse shit. That nobody fucking, if you're not a dyed-in-the-wool progressive voter already, you're going to roll your eyes and be like, Joe, what the fuck are you talking about? The communists I aren't going to hate it. Hate well, the, 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 pro- 
the problem is nobody knows like the average American voter has no idea where critical race theory is. And to be honest, like I haven't researched it. I can't, you know, go into what's being taught, you know, on a, Oh, I like it. I mean, in a nutshell, it's it's a whole, it's intersectionality. It's, it's power groups and dynamics between race groups and also men and females and how one group is always taking advantage of the other group. And right now the way it's being taught is that white people are always taking advantage of minority people. That is essentially what, how what it, critical race theory is. At this point. So, have you guys heard about that book, White Fragility? Of course, there's, there's a it, yeah. there's a passage in it saying that like they're talking about blacks or you know other minorities that are passable. They kind of look like maybe they're white, and they're like, the fact is that it's always trying to be white, pretend to be white, that shows where it's a white supremacist society. And like in the past, like two weeks, we've had all these people being fired for pretending to be black. And it's like, Oh, the professor <laughs> said they're true. black and they're not. It's like, Oh, does that part of white fragility is not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, well, let me ask this. So what do you guys think was each candidate? Well, I'll, we'll go with Trump. What do you think Trump's best moment of the debate was and his worst moment of the debate was it's so hard. Um, hmm. I mean, there's a lot of, and if anybody thinks of one at the top of their head, throw it out. So best um, moment, I like the, I really, I was surprised he did this, but I like the fact that he brought up the coup and he mm-hmm. like talked about like Hillary Clinton, all these people, they tried to do this and blah, blah. So I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. And he's like, and he got caught on tape, bring up the and he, Logan he, Act. He, and he tied, flip, he flip, tied yep. Biden yeah. and Obama to it. He's like, Biden, he's like, oh, you better... He he said he's like we caught them. And he's like we've got it all on tape. It makes me feel like uh, the Bar Justice Department might be coming down on some of these people. Yeah, well, and it was a it was again a, a very genius move in response to Biden talking about how the the you know, the mail in ballots are uh, unassailable and how they're so honest and they'll be treated fairly. And there's you know, how could we ever doubt this? And he's like, well, we're talking about transition of power. You guys tried to have a coup against me. <laughs> you know yeah. that was yeah that was it a was very, beautiful. Very Another part that I liked, but actually I surprised I wouldn't have taken this tact, was when uh, Biden was spreading the lie that he called troops losers and all this shit. And he's like, my yeah. son, Bo, died, blah, blah. I thought he would like bring up the fact that this is not true and a bunch of bullshit. But instead, he just like shifts to, well, your son, Hunter, got kicked out of the army for being a cocaine addict and blah, blah. <laughs> he got all this money from <laughs> Russia and China. And like, yeah. it's like, whoa. Not the way yeah. I would have gone, but maybe this is more effective. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I, I think Trump's best and worst moment were in the same response, which is weird to, to say, but it was in response when we were talking about race and, you know, Biden, we talked about this earlier, Biden hits him on the fine people hoax and Trump comes back. Great. Roaring, hitting him on the 94 crime bill, yeah. you know, talking about how he's done criminal justice reform and he's, you know, helping the black community out that way. But then just the huge whiff on not just straightening out once and for all to find people hoax. So frustrating. I know. That was I, bad. I, I mean, I, I don't think that's anywhere near as bad, though. I, I mean, Trump's worst night, worst I, I, moment I, of the night per, by far. I thought, thought of my worst what? moment. I thought of my worst moment. So I could finish Is it the one I'm just about to say? Maybe the fact that when they Chris Wallace is like, will you just say, like, yes. you yeah. disavow yeah. white disavow supremacists and this and that? What but the, the thing fuck I, is Trump doing? Why would you the, not just? And he didn't even have to say he talk, mentioned Proud Boys. Trump doesn't even have to mention the Proud Boys. He's no, like, no. But Proud the Boys. thing I wanted to point uh, out was that yeah, like, you tell those Proud Boys to stand down. He's like, yeah, yeah. Proud Boys stand down and stand by. 
yeah, yeah. that's going to come wait, back. That's going to come back to bite him. St- stand it, by. Stand by for thing. what? Yeah, exactly. What, it's what like, was okay, that you're part? a president telling a, a a mob, you know, whether people or not they like the Proud Boys or not. If telling a president telling a mob after explicitly being asked, will you tell people to stand down and peacefully allow this transition? He could not have fucked that up more. Not only did he not disavow, he could have simply done this. I disavow all white supremacist groups. Done. Done. Move on. And he fucks it up. He wouldn't do that simple thing. The media is going to tear him a new asshole. It's the only clip you're going to get seen play on any media out that's not Fox News. All all I can think that happened there is they were talking about Antifa. Antifa, sorry. And they're going back and forth. Is that that Annie Ann's uh, pretzels, their their terrorist group? (laughs) Well, Antifa, Antifa. the the, uh, the domestic terrorist group, ironically named Antifa, um, yeah. they're going they're, they're going back and forth, and Trump must have been thinking, well, who could they be asking me to disavow? They're talking about Antifa. The Proud Boys are fighting Antifa. I don't know. I mean, I think if you think about it, like really honestly and rationally, like uh, well, a person who a person who was a racist and hiding it would come out and say, oh, yes, I disavow well, the white Well, actually, Odie, Wallace threw in, like, Kyle Rittenhouse and people who aren't white supremacists. And, I mean, True. there's there's people on the right, like, the Boog boys that are, like, hand-in-hand hand with Black Lives Matter, like, trying to just get justice for people. And to me, the smart thing for Trump would have been, like, yes, I disavow all white supremacists, but all people yeah. against the left are not white supremacists. There were some people on the streets just trying to protect people and keep things safe. He should have taken attacks like that, in my opinion. Yeah, that was terrible. Mm. That that was the worst moment for for Trump for the debate. Hundred percent, just awful. What was by? What do you think Biden's worst moment was? Biden's best moment and worst moment. I don't know if this is his Rico, worst moment, but I thought I no this idea. was funny because it's so <laughs> easily easy to disprove when uh, yeah. Biden denied calling the military stupid bastards, which just oh, happened, yeah. it's, and everyone it's just saw a, a week ago. A week ago. I, th- I actually yeah. I think that video is from like 2016. I don't think so. Really? No, no, it was a week ago, Howie. Literally okay. a week ago. He I mean, just I, said he made it. He was I at a saw, campaign I rally. Saw, I saw it a week ago, but somebody on Twitter said it was from 2016. No, it was at a campaign rally when he was he's trying to gather up support. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. <laughs> what was Biden's best moment? Do you think? I mean, if you're Joe Biden. I don't know. It, it, it's hard to find really best and worst moments. Even even Trump was bad. And as libertarians, if somebody here, you guys can think about. It. I'm going to rant on this for a little bit. Did uh, you guys think about catch Biden's this? this moment? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Okay. Uh, just as libertarians, I went into this knowing I'm like, you know, usually when we have debates, like the other debates, even the Democrats or Republicans, we said, okay, what was the most libertarian moment, the least libertarian moment of the debates, right? And we'd find some, and who was the you know candidates. I knew going into this, we were going to have virtually nothing we could possibly talk about, except maybe I thought that Trump would bring up bringing the troops home. And even that he didn't fucking bring up at all. Now, maybe that's Chris Wallace's fault for not bringing it up. But was there anything for us to take away from this fucking shit show? No foreign policy discussed. No, no, actually, one of my most liked tweets, though, was that uh, when Biden was talking about Bo, I tweeted that your son died because of your stupid war. That was a great started. tweet. And Which, what, like, maybe Trump should have brought that up. What a what a crowd pleasing moment. as <laughs> Trump talks mm-hmm. about his dead son. Uh, I mean, I got, I, got reactions. Brain cancer? I got reactions like harsh, but true. Oh, if that's true, I don't know. But damn it. Maybe I should delete that then. I Whatever. Son died of brain cancer, no, he had. Didn't he? Th- didn't he have three sons? I thought he had three sons. I had Hunter. I thought his. No, I thought his. Well, one the one, the one, 
one son died like one, as, a, as a child, right? No, maybe oh, that's the one that died. No, that's the one that died of cancer. What does his wife die of? His first she wife died in the war, car, car accident. Was it uh, that Bush woman? Okay, let's see here. What's her name? What's George Bush's wife's name? The Bush woman? Was it the Bush Barbara woman? Bush? <laughs> no, not Barbara, but that's or the mother. Laura killed somebody when she was drunk. Bo Biden did die at age 46 of brain cancer. Maybe he died of um, Agent Orange late. Well, let so me it, delete that tweet before anybody. Yeah, you might want to get rid of that one. Here, we Maybe, got a uh, Facebook comment here. Best Biden part for freedom was when he made the point that if a scientist is paid for or whose job relies on a politician, you can't trust them. I don't remember. So I, Fauci, I, say that? I, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember that, but that is that is a good point. I mean, I make that point all the time when Did I'm talking about that? climate. Because anytime, if you have anytime you get a debate about people about climate, they go, well, the oil companies are paying for the studies that you know, they'd argue that uh, the climate's not changing. And I'm like, well, what do you fucking think? You think that people are just doing studies out there for free? Not the green <laughs> I mean, side? Like, I mean, what are, you, I, are you retarded? What do you think this money coming from? There's far more money on the green side than there is on the oil side at this point. I, I, would, hope, I would hope they could. <laughs> yeah, they're monks in, fucking, uh, in the middle of the Himalayas. They're doing climate science research. I'd uh, hope- also, I, I don't know if you guys saw this here. I, I missed. Wait, no, that's the. That's Things are moving. Comment. Sorry. Things are moving. There we go. Best moment when Biden said, you never let anyone finish. And Trump said, you'll be surprised. <laughs> Did I miss that? Uh, that can't be rude. That can't be true. No, that was. That's true. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so I hope one of uh, the silver linings of COVID is that people realize that scientists are as easily bought as politicians. Oh, no. People don't realize that at all because there's experts. Oh, what, boy, what there's there's what some is? news. There's big news. Oh, yeah? Uh, breaking news, guys. Breaking news. It's on Facebook. Mark has texted me, confirming it. So let me, let me uh, go ahead and wish Mark Claire a very big congratulations on becoming a married man. What? Breaking news. Just now? Just now? He got married? Congratulations to Mark Claire. He's a married man. Hoppa. Congratulations. He wanted to wait wait until a live stream to announce, I guess. Okay. Yeah, he must have known that just, that was the time. Just to talked to him earlier tonight. Could have said something. But congratulations, Mark. No. Well, I was sleuthing it out. Me and a buddy, our buddy Jay, we uh, we saw some pictures of Mark in Vegas in a suit going on roller coasters. And I was like, Nobody goes on a fucking roller coaster in a suit for no reason. He's married. And we figured it out. <laughs> so anyway, congrats to he's marrying a wonderful woman. Uh, and and uh, yeah, so happy nuptials. I'm gonna I'm gonna get together with him and I'm sure he'll uh, take any well wishings people want to give him. He'll probably get so mad when's at me the bachelor party? Last year, so yeah, I didn't get to go to a wedding or a bachelor party. I'm not wishing him. Congratulations. He eloped. Fuck you, Mark. You're selfish. His, his wedding gift is going to be me buying him a dinner at Hardy's next week. <laughs> All right. So, so anyway, where do we leave off? Um, no, yeah, no libertarian moments, uh, but very funny Trump quotes. I mean, literally, like, what the? What are we supposed to fucking? Hey, hey did oh, you guys Maurice, catch this, Okay, here did, we go. Uh, this is a good comment. Yeah, Maurice Jones. Good one. Worst part was Biden was he said Antifa was an idea. I must have missed that. Yeah, he was, try- he was trying to claim that Antifa was not an actual organization, but they are. And here's the thing. They are a terrorist organization, but I'm not 
down with classifying them as that because classifying anything as terrorist organization doesn't do anything besides take people's rights away. But if we are in fact talking about what they are, they are a terrorist organization. Oh, without a doubt. But I agree with you empirically, like from a libertarian perspective. Yeah. And once you start, cause then it's like the hop system with the FBI, you know, it's yeah. Snowden exposed. If you've got somebody that's Antifa now and your FBI going after these people, they say, okay, well you're Antifa. Okay. Well now whoever's following Antifa's official Facebook page, well, they might be Antifa. So now you're under federal investigation for following somebody on fucking Twitter. Like, this is the problem with this. But at the meantime, I have no problem with them being designated as, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, not officially designated, but treated as such by law enforcement makes a lot of sense. Because you see the violence that's going on under the Antifa banner, and it's pretty fucking insane. Okay, bringing this up, this brings me... Uh, a thought of a bad Biden moment where they asked, I think Wallace asked them. So have you gotten on the phone with uh, the Portland mayor or Seattle mayor saying, oh, yeah. uh, you know, what's going on here? Can we, can we get this violence under control? It's been a hundred straight days. It's like, well, I, I can't do anything. And we're like, wait, you, in the, in the first five minutes of the debate, you said you are the re- the Democratic Party, and now you're like, yeah. I can't. Do- you're you're the fucking Democratic oh, nominee for president. It was even better. An elected Wait, official. It was even better than that. I I, I uh. Oh my God, I'm no, trying listen, to find my notes. Let's, let's oh, here's the quote. Here's the quote. It was. I liked how Joe was like, "Well, they can take care of it if they're left alone." Talking about these mayors in the cities, it's like they. If they're they left, alone, left alone, have you been? Yeah, they have been left alone. Trump pulled the troops out. They're burning a hundred days of rioting and burning and looting in Portland. Really? This and is you, this is did, your fucking answer? Did you guys notice there was a hundred days of burning and rioting and looting? And then it kind of stopped. And then what happened? The fucking country was on fire. Where did those people go? What were they doing? <laughs> yeah. I no, think I mean, some like, of those people left that city and started. Oh no, that's fires. confirmed. That's confirmed. They have. Well, when you talk about Joe Rogan, truth. Joe Rogan apologized because that was bad, not good news. That it wasn't true. <laughs> yeah, no, they. That's, no, it, they I confirmed agree that people, people around the country fucking fires. Oh, I don't know about the forest fires. So I'm talking about just around the country, the rioting they've seen from like Breonna Taylor protests in Louisville. They've been arresting people, and they're like. Yeah, they're from California. They're from Washington. They're from Canada. They're from Portland. They're like they're like something like a third or a half of the people they're arresting are from. They're just being bussed in and shipped out. And you see oh. the videos of like pulling. Oh up, no, I, I literally, I literally meant when they stopped riding forest in fires? Portland, they went out and started oh, yeah. the forest fires. I don't know about that, but uh, maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> all right, I mean, the, yeah, there's. I mean, there's definitely some evidence. I mean, there's some some people caught, you know, walking through property just with a. Just with a lighter, you're just with matches. They get yeah. caught. So oh, I was smoking cigarettes. Well, where's your cigarettes? So I don't know. Well, and there's a video of the drone starting fires, but I don't know if that was an official drone or you know, an official drone. I mean, like a fire drone that they're saying try to lay a, a preventative fire to stop another forest fire. No, there were like six people arrested for starting fires intentionally, and then we saw that video of that one woman who arrested the dude in her property who she thought was trying to start fire. That's what I was but, thinking of. Yeah. But I have to say one last thing before my pickled brain forgets it. The last thing I have to say, um, the one part where they're talking about the economy and they start talking about taxes, and Biden's like, no, no, I want to reduce this stuff. I'm not going to raise taxes. He's like, you know what? The corporate... Tax should oh, be twenty one percent. It should be twenty eight percent. 
I'm like, wait a second. You said <laughs> you're not going to raise taxes. You're just saying you're going to raise it by 7%. That was insane. Oh, God. He's like, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to raise taxes, but I'm getting, I'm raising the corporate tax rates and I'm getting rid of the Trump's tax cuts. And you're like, hmm? yeah. But I, I think the, like most people watching it, that probably went right over their head. And, and Trump was like, Trump, doing and something else. And Trump's like, criticism was, was just as equally as bad. He's like, well, why did you, why did you do that when you were in an office for 47 years? And he's like, because yeah. you lowered him. And Trump's like, oh, yeah, I did. I did lower him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like Trump had that only like, couple of reports. And effects and after, he didn't do it yeah. beforehand because after Trump became president, he did something. Like, why? None of it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. They're old senile men. Did anybody, you know, just out of curiosity, and maybe this is just being mean and petty because I think they did such a, a bad job running the campaign, but I just want to look up and see what Joe Jorgensen has been tweeting during this debate because she was supposed to have an event tonight yeah. and it got canceled it okay, got canceled, it it was, got canceled uh, because of COVID. So, it got so COVID pe- canceled. Pe- people were giving them shit because the likes people are like oh you can't do it because of covid and trump just had a big rally in virginia and people in virginia were like oh you can't do because of covid you're not allowed to have this big event so he's like yeah fuck off we're doing it first amendment and yeah. they're like, why okay, don't so, you protect our First Amendment, Joe Jorgensen? Why don't you hold your fucking event no matter what? So, okay, wait, this is interesting. So, uh, Jess Beers, friend of the show, <laughs> uh, she said, and she is, but Jess Beers, she said that uh, Joe20.com, which I guess is the official campaign website, is crashing because of high volume of traffic. Now, if so that's really, I guess you couldn't think of a better debate for people to look to a third party candidate. And it is right now not loading. I, although it would also be very funny. And I would give them a lot of credit if the, uh, the campaign strategists were like, just shut the website down for a few minutes. And we'll say that it got crashed from too much attention. It'd be a smart move. Exactly. But you know, if it is crashing, you really couldn't ask for a better debate. Like even some of the, the uh, talking heads on after the debate ended, I was watching, I think ABC's coverage. They were like, well, the winner of the debate was nobody. This was terrible. They both were clowns. Uh, if that's true, this is maybe maybe this is the only thing that can kickstart her campaign at this point. Hey, credit credit to Unreal Anna Adams. The winner of the debate was alcohol. Yes, true, <laughs> true. Um, I, I mean, right, final I, thoughts. I, so what? Let's stick with Joe Jorgensen for one minute yeah. here. Give her a moment in the sun. So yeah. you you say Brian or Rico or Howie. Say that you are Joe Jorgensen's campaign manager. You're coming off this debate. What do you do tomorrow? What's the message you're hitting on? Can I just say one quick thing before we get onto that? Um, I will also say, though, that the overall tweeting from the campaign during this debate, eh, some good, some bad. Okay, Joe's talking about the debt crisis. Uh, debt crisis looming well before COVID. They're not, but they're using. Okay, so getting frustrated. This is five hours ahead of time. Fake debates. They okay. They didn't really do much to tweeting live debate, which is very disappointing. They also were using the hashtag hashtag debate mayhem and hashtag fake debates. I don't know if that was something they were trying to get trending ahead of time to protest the debates, but. During the actual debate, it there's almost matter. zero live tweeting, which I don't understand the logic there. Maybe because they don't want to get fucked over by tweeting something out really stupid. I know Spike, Spike, Spike was doing some kind of live stream thing. Spike was okay because Joe Jorgens' official 
And again, this is, <laughs> it's frustrating. If you're the president's Catholic, even Thomas Massey was fucking slaying yeah. shit. Thomas Massey had some very funny tweets during this debate. And the presidential candidate has nothing coming out during the debates themselves, except talking about how the website crashed after the debate. It's a little That's because those, those massy tweets are coming from his fingers tweeting. Joe well, Jorgensen exactly. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing to do with her Twitter account. It's just no, all exactly. her campaign team. Have you guys seen Dan Smotz's recent ad, ad for them? I have not. Is it fantastic? It was, I was watching it today. It was fantastic. I had tears like in my eyes, like seriously. But I think I had tears. And then, in my I, eyes. And then I, I let I, go of my dick and finally came. No, and I then I watched I had, the ad. I think I had tears in my eyes because this beautiful like future he's portraying is like never ever gonna fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh man, if only people were as smart as us, they could be like this. This could be a thing. But no, we're going full Blade Runner, baby. We're All going right, full we wrap Blade Runner. Can you wrap it up, Rico? You I dick. Can, sure, I can oh, log oh, off. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Last, <laughs> my, my last word. I saw a video today of Barack Obama. When you, Rico, when you said wrap it up, this made me think of it. Barack Obama, or no, Joe Biden debating Barack Obama. And Joe Biden's like, listen, I've been spending all my time in the black neighborhoods teaching black men that it's manly to put a condom on. Teaching <laughs> black women that it's okay to say no. He's like, you know, it's, you, you need to get tested. All like, time. He's like, I've been tested for AIDS. I know Barack's been tested for AIDS. <laughs> and like, the way he said it was so funny. And they like panned Barack Obama in the face. He like gave his, <laughs> yeah. So he's Isn't walking around debate? black. Yeah. Yeah. And he's saying, he's walking around black hair. It's telling black men to put condoms on. Black women oh, say no. So many people in black, so many black men in black neighborhoods are going to think the only way to put a condom on is by having a presidential candidate of the United States do it with his mouth. <laughs> it's like, hold on, I gotta call Joe. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I wanted to say. We can wrap it up now. Go on. I'm done. Uh, I don't think there's any better way to wrap the show than uh, than going on on that. All right. Any final <laughs> words, Rico? Final words, Howie? You've had enough final words. No more final words from you. Rico, final words. All right. Like I said at the beginning, I say sixty percent. This was the only debate of the. A presidential season. Wow. All right. And I don't think we need another one. I mean, I would like another one, but kind of not like another one because I don't really want to watch one. I was entertained. And I, and they did a good job time-wise. It didn't go way over. It actually went under. Very happy about that. Odie? Yeah, I mean, I'm more entertained talking about it in hindsight than the, the experience of watching it and the yelling back and forth and the headache that was. I think if they had a better moderator, um, it would have gone off you know, a little bit more seamlessly, but uh, Chris Wallace just, just lost control. Yeah. I'm kind of on Rico's side though. And I think that, I don't know, I, I would say it's, it's probably a coin flip if we have another one, but I'm leaning a little bit more towards uh, there not being another one. Maybe it depends on the polls. I don't know. I don't even know if the polls are real. Who, who even knows? I mean, the, it's, Trump and Trump did hit on probably uh, the election not being decided for several months, which is just insane, but it's yeah, likely. It's so, we got a we got a rough road in front of us, people. A it rough is likely. fucking road. I definitely agree. I think that this debate, uh, if you were not convinced, you're still not convinced. If you were convinced, you are not changing your mind. It accomplished absolutely nothing except we got drunk during it. Howie, one word. You have one word now, Tad. One word. 
I'm not just saying one word, but but only... <laughs> <laughs> it's like Trump telling Trump to say one word. Like you're saying, like you're saying, I mean, to me, it's crazy. Like I'm a lowly contractor work, but like a system admin, but I work in the intelligence community and I can't believe people are acting like everything's fine. When like a month from now, it's going to be mayhem, maybe second civil fucking war, like this country tearing itself apart. Like, it's not going to be decided. It's going to be fucking people in the streets fight. It's, it's going to be there's bad. You can't bad buy, times, you can't buy buckshot. You cannot buy buckshot in this country. Yeah. It's insane. Where's the ammo? There's no ammo. Well, there's a perfect anyway. time for me to tell everybody to join us at the Lions of Liberty Underground Compound. Uh, we're going to be buying a nice... Where Odie, where's the land you own? We're going to be building underneath that, right? What is that? Idaho? That's like... Yeah, Modoc County, California. It's not on fire yet. <sighs> There we go. All right. Well, let's get digging. We're going to need some volunteers. Uh, We're starting starting a new organization. It's the Lions. And then it's like VXIM. We call it Levixium. Lixium. And uh, you guys can join up. We've got Lions executive success programs. We're going to run you through. And then we're going to have a great society underground. So anyway, thank you to Howie Snowden, Liberty Rico, our legal counsel, and John Odermatt for this debate recap drunken debate recap and thank you all for joining us remember hit that subscribe button we want to get you all the content that's it for me brian mcwilliams from the lions of liberty from electric liberty land always stay plugged in to liberty